Here we go. You can't make this up podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. Episode 263. Fellas, how was the week? Good week for your boy. Uh, back at, you know, back into the regular rotation, back home. Edible was pretty cool this week. Um, had to get ready for a wedding. Had a wedding last night in uh, Xenia at What a Puddle Farm. I thought that was a pretty cool name. They had a nice little low-key venue, a really nice spot, outdoor kind of barnsy venue, but it had like real thick plastic that can create walls if need be. So um, they had a ordinance where the sound had to be off by 7.30 and turned down by 7. And I was booked from 3.30 to 7.30. The ceremony didn't start till like 4.15. They then got on this boat and rode around on this boat like a bride and groom ride at the venue on this pond. So they was like slowly getting to it, right? When I tell you by the time they did all their specials, had dinner, did they toast, the first line dance I played was at 6.49 p.m. <laughs> so I literally played, I looked this morning, 14 songs after dinner, and that was the party. Wow. So another easy gig on my end. Not too well, much like work. That's like back-to-back easy gigs, right? I told the wife, I said, I made $1,000 this month. I ain't do shit. <laughs> so easy money this this these last two, but uh got a real special one coming up Friday, black tie, black tie. So getting ready for that. And a uh, wedding Saturday. Flight Sunday to San Diego. We got a show with smoke. So back to the back to the grind. So where is there a pond or a river or wherever the hell they did this boat in Xenia? So it was like a a property. Uh, you had to drive a good 30, 45 seconds off the road to get back to the venue. It had a nice little pond that had like a little bass boat, the little flat boat with like no sides. You could just like step on it. And they had like lawn chairs with like the little umbrella, bride and groom, you know, their date, all that stuff on the boat. Um, they did some pictures. They got on that boat and kind of rode around the lake a few laps just to be riding around, I guess. Um, then they did some sunset pictures. They did a tote. I did. They had a bunch of, you know, things to knock out. Huge list of specials. You know, they had father, bride, groom. Take mother. your time. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're, I looked at the wife. I said, oh, it's 4 o'clock, and I'm still playing, like, pre-wedding music. I'm like, oh, they already 30 minutes behind. I'm like, here we go. Then some dude pulled up with a guitar. He's singing. He, he sung for half the dinner. So I went to the mm. car, chilled around, talked to the owner, had a couple of drinks, an open bar. I'm patrolling away. I was kicking it. I had a good time. That, this this was a gig that uh, their DJ had COVID, and I got this gig a week ago. So just met this couple a week ago. Um, super cool couple. Was happy to be able to help, and uh, I had I had a good time. No I no uh, no lugging, no sound, no light. They provided all that. I came with a turntable, mixer, and laptop. So easy money. That's love. Man, That's easy love. week. Dizzle, what's popping? Shit, I'm I'm trying to get into wedding mode too. I got three in October, so just you know knocking the dust off. It's been a little bit since I actually had a gig, so I did a uh, painting 
it was a Peyton sip, but it was more so a Peyton puff of <laughs> yesterday at uh, one of my friend's house. She was an artist, went to Stivers, um, super dope with the with the with the brush, paintbrush. She had about fifteen folks just in her uh, sister's basement. Man, she had that shit decked out, professional, provided drinks, uh, food, the, the all the utensils. And like I said, a, a pre-roll or two for each of the guests. My so, kind of event. It was pretty dope. It was pretty dope. <laughs> so I nice. was just, you know, helping the homie out. Uh, but yeah, just trying to get back in my mode, making sure my laptop, because I don't got a Mac. Kill you you work with a MacBook? Yes, sir. I went the cheap route years ago and just never upgraded my laptop. So I feel like I got to like, ease it back in you know what i'm saying like it took yeah. a second for my laptop to cut on and the program to get going last night but once it got going it was fine so i made sure i do that before the actual gigs happen so, i always i always went expensive on the mixer and expensive on the laptop and i went like standard bottom of the barrel damn near on the actual turntable because mm. i felt like the mixer like there's been times where you know Diva, like I opened up for Kid Capri um, back at the Hammerjacks days, and he he had a, on his rider a certain mixer and a certain turntable, and there was only a few of us in the city that had that mixer, so I got the gig because I had the mixer. <laughs> so somebody else provided the turntables, but you know because I had the mixer, that was important. So I just always always went high end on the mixer and high end on the laptop because those two things, even if the turntable crashed, I I could still play music. So that's always been my my thing. So, well, my laptop. I don't even know what kind of laptop it is. It's been, <laughs> it's, it's been working, so I don't know. Eventually, I may get a Mac or even upgrade. But right now, I'm running. You keep selling the- these houses. You're gonna have a few Macs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Man, f all that, man. How was the hooping? Yeah, what's, the, oh, what's the box oh, score? What's the box oh, score? I forgot about that. So. First game, we won 133 to like 52, 55 or something like that. That's when you have 14, right? That's when I have 14. This, we knew was going to be a tough game because they, we saw them play before the first game. Like, we, we showed up a little early. They was uh, a little scouting, okay. They was really, we was looking like, okay, they got some college players. Like, when we was tipping off, some of the players like, yeah, man, we just came from practice and, you know, <laughs> we getting it in. I'm like, practice, nigga, what? Y'all I really just got off work. Here. You're right. <laughs> so I already knew it was going to be a tough one. And then keep in mind, we only have six players. They had a full eight. You know what I'm saying? An eight-man rotation is, is a good deal. Right. We start out the game, it's like 12 to zero. We up. I'm like, okay, we we... We're doing good. we playing hard. Like, I can already tell this is going to be a battle, bro. We, like, niggas is running fast breaks. It's, it's crazy. So, this one was definitely <laughs> much more competitive because after that little 12-0 run to start it out, it was close the entire game. Um, literally, nobody was – that was probably the biggest lead to start it out. But after that, it was two-point lead, three-point lead, going back and forth. Uh, shit. I only ended with six points. I didn't. 
I didn't score none in the first half. I was making my moves, getting to my spots, doink, just throwing this brick. And then you know when you hooping, you can hear, like, you can hear what's going Look. on. <laughs> they kept yelling, mud, that nigga mud. Every time I put up with a jumper, oh, that shit mud. I'm like, damn. And I don't be trying to let it get to me, but, bruh, I literally was getting to my... Making my moves, faking them out, bruh. But <laughs> I'm like, fuck. And at this point, we losing at halftime. We down probably four or five at halftime. We in the huddle. Like, we good, man. We good. We just got to get back. They fast as fuck. <laughs> bruh, we was playing hard as hell. Tired as hell. I, I drew, I think I drew about four charges. <laughs> You're uh, sacrificing. Right. Bruh. Playing my heart out. <laughs> Second half come, we try to make a quick run. Look, what, what was it? It was like maybe four or five minutes left in the game. I finally hit my first three-pointer splat. Niggas like, all right, there we go. Come on now. Playing good defense. Get back, yada, yada. Like, I'm, I guess I'm the main defender. I forgot to mention, when I set off Kyle Corver, I should have gave myself a little more juice because I'm a three and D. That's my, hey. okay. that's my archetype. 3 and D. Came down. Think I drew PJ another charge. Tucker-esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Came down, drew another charge. Back on offense. Popped another three real quick. Got us up. So niggas just like, they had to call timeout. We was on a little run. So the shit was just close as hell. I think I only sat out maybe three minutes the whole game. And I was dead the next two days, man. <laughs> like my legs were so fucking tired. Uh, had to couldn't go to the gym. Walk, you know that had that athlete walk around the house, just <laughs> hobbling. And then um, we back at it tomorrow. Did y'all win? We won. Yes, we won by. Uh, <laughs> so fuck niggas couldn't shoot free throws because we was up by like two. And it's a minute left, and they trying to foul us or whatever. No, I think we, we might have been up by three, and they were trying to foul us. We went to the line and we went for, like, 0 for 6. It's, like, 10 seconds left. We still only up by three because we missed all them free throws. And a nigga foul a three-point sh- shooter on the three-point shot with, like, 10 seconds left. Mm. So they... Missed the first two free throws. The other team missed the first two free throws, make the next one. So we up by two at this point. They get it back into us. They foul us again. I'm like, bro, we got to make these free throws, bro. We just went 0 for 6. We only up by two. We make two free throws. The game's over. So my homie come down, get fouled, end up making the two free throws. And I'm like, thank God, because I was not trying to go to overtime. <laughs> and I done drew all these fucking charges. I ain't trying to lose. So we ended up we ended up winning about four points. So it was a good, the, it's a good game, though. So the free throws that y'all was missing, did you run your teammates through the coals like you did Paul George when he missed them free throws in the playoffs? Hell nah. Because <laughs> I know it's a little pressure. They and I, you know, in the heat of the moment, I ain't trying to trying to get on them too hard because at the end of the day, make a <laughs> and miss. And was gas too. And I was gas, so it wasn't me on the line. <laughs> so I, I could I can understand, man. But yeah, when's the next game? Uh, tomorrow. I oh, think it's to, tomorrow at eight. Oh well, eight. 
Let me I know believe that 7 so. Game. Let me know about that 7 o'clock game. Right. Yep, yep. 6.30 right. and 7 o'clock, I'm there. You let me know, I'm in the building. For sure. Uh, shit, man. As for me, man, I ain't do shit but work. And, uh, man, it felt like a normal work week. Like, it felt like a normal work week where shit was back to normal. You know what I'm saying? Updating the website like a maniac. We got a couple contests coming up on the radio station. Uh, that was cash contests. And just working the back end of the websites, making sure everything good, coding some shit, just driving me crazy. So that was a long-ass week. Long-ass week at work. And then, out the blue, I want to say maybe Thursday, we get a remote request for Wilmington Haunted Hollow Ride all the way out in Wilmington, which is far as hell. And I was trying everything in my power to get out of doing it. But uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't. I couldn't because uh, Drake... His son's birthday was a uh, Friday, and he was taking him out of town for his birthday on on Saturday, or whatever. So, obviously, like there there is no more TJ Smooth to uh you know pick up the slack. It's just basically me and Drake. So, I had to do it, and I really didn't want to do it. Main reason I didn't want to do it because it's in Trump country, and them people out there is wild for the night. So, mm-hmm. I leave the crib. Let me think. What time? I leave the house like six thirty. Leave the house at six. Started to get to the radio station. Uh, me and Janae, we pack up the truck. Mind you, this shit is an hour away. So we driving out there. I don't know why the GPS took us this way. Because I don't, never went this way before, man. It was along the windiest roads of all time. <laughs> like, yo. And, like, you never notice how fast the sun goes down until you're in a spot where ain't no streetlights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So we got on one of them windy roads for miles. Like, for the next 15 miles, drive straight. Mm-hmm. Well, straight turned into a snake. You know what I mean? So right, we just yeah. rolling. And, dude, I promise, like, I saw, like, about three or four pack of deer out there. Just not, like, on the side of the road, like, crossing the road. You know what I'm saying? So I'm only going, like, it says 65 out there. But, like, how can you drive 65 on a road that's a snake? So I'm only doing like 50, you know, because she's following me and everything like that. So I didn't want to bounce on her. So I'm looking in the rearview mirror every once in a while, and I see like a line of cars behind us. Like, <laughs> flashing their lights, honking their horns and shit. I'm like, dude, I'm not, no, I'm chilling, bro. I'm chilling. And I didn't want to get out there like super early. I wanted to time it up enough that we get there, set up, and it's nine o'clock. It's ready to do the remote. Like right. there's nothing worse in the world of getting to a remote like super early, get set up, and like, oh man, the remote don't start for thirty minutes. Like, nah, I'm not trying to do that. I'll try to get there, get set up, and then get straight to work and work and tear down and get the hell up out of Dodge. And we did it perfectly. We got there at like about eight thirty. All that equipment we had to set up and got that shit going. We set up the rope. Around the tent to keep them I up. I saw that. that. That was some new <laughs> shit. Is that that's that is that new shit? That's, that's Kev shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like so. You know, Dizzle, you've been out there before. Like before, we'd be out there super interactive with the crowd and everything like that, putting them on the microphone. Wasn't none of that. The only nigga touching the mic was me. <laughs> like y'all niggas ain't getting near me. Y'all ain't getting near us. Uh, we had to just get real creative, man, on how we gave shit away. We ain't used the cornhole board because I'm like, man, I ain't touching no bags that y'all didn't touch. Y'all not touching nothing over here on this side. So basically, 
we did the world famous numbers game. <laughs> like, hey, I'm gonna write down a number. Y'all guess it. You guess it right, you get a prize. We did that <laughs> shit. We uh, hey, uh, if you follow us. If you follow us on Instagram, you get some candy. <laughs> you show us that you follow us on Instagram. Janae was tossing the niggas candy. Like, oh, here we. you go. <laughs> don't, don't you cross that line, motherfucker. <laughs> That's out of all them thousands of people out there. I promise you again, it's only saw one, only saw one person with a mask on. One person, dude. Like, I know it's outside, yada, 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 yada. Fuck that. Stay away. <laughs> oh, so, y'all didn't go ahead. through the, through the, uh, none of the Negative. attractions. I'm, I'm out there. I'm gone. Two words. I'm gone. We packed <laughs> up and bounced. Bounced. So, hey, y'all we drove back, back next weekend. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, we're not back out there until, I want to say, the ninth, maybe. But Drake is doing that. I'm unavailable. (laughs) (laughs) I'm unavailable for the rest of the season. That was my one. That's it. But uh, drove back. So I don't even get home. I don't even get back to the crib until one in the morning, bro. I sit down on the couch. I'm like, damn, I was gone all fucking day. And then you know what? Dizzle, you can relate to this too. Remember on Sundays at Club Aces, like it, you got that like that shit hanging over your head. Like I can't do nothing because I got to go to Club Aces. I can't do nothing because I got to go to Club. I had that feeling yeah. of all day Saturday, just like like it's a countdown before I got to leave to drive an hour to work for two hours to drive an hour back. It it was brutal, dog. I'm, I know I'm making more of it than it really is, but that shit sucked. So. <laughs> I took a shower. I had some leftover spaghetti and just sat in the living room in the dark for like 30 minutes to unwind before I went to bed, dude. And I I never, I always wake up on the weekends probably no later than like 7, 30, 8 o'clock. I ain't roll out to bed until 9, so that shows how tired I was. Right. One thing I didn't share with y'all is ran through clickbait, finished that. Hey! And I, uh... Uh, finished up raising raising Cain this morning. So. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm watching that uh, here shortly. I'm gonna watch the last episode. Yeah, this is the, se- the season good... finale. Yeah, season finale. Yeah. I had a good Keep TV. And... No, I just don't want it to end. This shit is uh, okay. I fucks with it, man. Okay, yeah, it's good. Yeah, uh, BMF also tonight, right? Yep. I'm on it. I'm I don't on know, it, man. Yes. I can yes. only watch so many different drug shows, bruh. It's good for you. <laughs> and don't this forget. About, see, this is different. This is about the 80s. You know what I'm saying? This crazy cane about the 90s. <laughs> Man. And, and we, can't, we can't forget about 1 o'clock. Oh, yeah. We got beef. What's that we one? Got Bangles and Steelers, baby. Oh, yes. <laughs> I see y'all get repping the gear. Bucket no hats idea. and tats. Bucket hats and tats. <laughs> so, uh, well, shit, since you watched Clickbait, man, what did you think? It was good. I, I thought it was cool. Um, it had some moments where I just felt was like, yeah. But overall, like, to, to see how it ended, to, you know, the see who who was the culprit it was kind of like watching board game clue but on a tv series because it was a, <laughs> a bunch of little different things and 
things you thought was happening and stories being told. I enjoyed the little series. It was cool. And I, I knocked out all eight episodes pretty quick. Did you guess who it was? No, I thought it was one of the sons for a minute. Mm-hmm. I thought it was I thought it was the older son, the way he was acting. Mm-hmm. Then after that, um I, I didn't think it was her the, the lady until it was until they revealed. Like I didn't that shit hit me like, oh shit. Kinda makes what sense. A, what about you, Dizzle? Uh nah, I guess wrong probably four or five times before essentially getting it at the end. And like I, I don't know if I said this on the last episode, but um when me and my wife watch shows, we can't claim that we knew something was gonna happen unless we like say it out loud. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get no credit for understanding that it was like a catfish situation because I didn't say it out loud. I was thinking it and we've been watching catfish on MTV like I don't know for the last three, four months and it crossed <laughs> my mind I just didn't say it out loud. I'm like, damn, this nigga got profiles everywhere. What if somebody else setting them up? You know what I'm saying? But what fucked me up was the shorty from L.A. claiming that she knew the nigga, slept yeah. with the nigga. So that kind of threw that theory out the window. Mm-hmm. But come to find out that bitch was lying. <laughs> yeah, when they when they played the kitchen video, I was like, yeah. if she didn't know the voice, I'm like, oh, shit, there's some catfish shit. That's my, my initial thought. But then I didn't know who. I couldn't think of who. And then I realized, oh, old lady that was so eager to sink your phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I knew he was catfished. I forget exactly when. But I was talking to the wife when we was watching it. And when I called the catfish, I was like, look, man, the one girl that came to L.A., something's wrong with her. Like, yeah. something's wrong with her. Like, who admits, like, yeah, I was sleeping with your husband or in a relationship with your husband. I'm going to fly all the way to tell the person. If you like, if you kind of like, quote unquote, get away with it, you just keep it pushing. And I was like, okay, yeah. So when the dude, the uh, the guy that ended up kidnapping dude, once we find out that his sister had mental issues or whatever, mm-hmm. I was like, it's fucking catfish. I was like, whoever's catfishing this dude or using this dude's profile pic or whatever, he or she is intentionally finding people with mental issues to manipulate them. Now, granted, it didn't all the way turn out like that, but definitely was a catfish. Uh, I was telling Shayla, I was like, look, man, yes, I was highly entertained throughout the show, but it's some bullshit because yeah. this wasn't a true whodunit because nobody, nobody guessed that old lady. Nobody, dude. Like, come on. Like, there were no clues that it was her because... Yeah. The, the all the clues were somebody like there was nothing out there like so technically she wasn't I mean, even introduced just, for real to yeah the, they, to the end down there they set it up that it could have been anybody they mm-hmm. set, set it up to like yeah it could be anybody and like all right last episode hmm, who can we make it oh we mm-hmm. about to make it about the old lady and her husband who you've never seen before right so so that's i mean once again i was entertained but that shit was bogus Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. They, def- <laughs> they definitely made you think it was each and every person but that person to the end. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Y'all ready to run through some topics, fellas? Yeah. 
Yes, sir. Man, we got to say RIP, the comedian and actor AJ Johnson, a.k.a. Zell, from Friday. He passed away at the age of 55, man. Smokey over there taking the shit. <laughs> we done lost... <laughs> We done lost him, Debo, and Pops. Mm-hmm. That shit crazy. Shit, oh. I mean, a lot of people from Friday. There goes there goes the redo. Right, right. Yeah, they definitely just, got to do a remake, not a sequel. Something. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do, man. But it's yeah, over. Man. That's sad. But yeah, um, super sad. I, I think we uh, mentioned that they had to do a GoFundMe just to raise some funds for you know funeral expenses and I know he even spent time in Dayton with Jason. Uh, um, got my hustle up, Jason. He was he was doing some movie work with him and some stuff with him over the years. And you know, that, it's just sad that you know somebody that you look at is like that's one of them movies where that cast is remembered forever, and you just mm-hmm. think they all doing well. But some of them that might have been they only look the only you know hustle or the only big break. So you never yeah. know. It really. Some people get get held to a certain standard and really don't be there. Um, not not saying uh, he was or wasn't, but just sad that it's come down to this at the, towards the end of his life where they need to help to you know bury you. So super sad. Yeah, he was in a what he was in a, what I got the hookup. Mm-hmm. Uh, how to was that how to be a player? Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't how to be a player. He he was in uh he was in house party. Yeah. Matter of fact, he was in house party one and three. Sure, he played uh Easy E in uh one of the Dr. Dre videos. Like, I mean, he's just like one of the faces that everybody always recognized. Like, man, oh yeah, he in this, oh, he in this, like small roles and everything like that. It's sad, man. Sad because yeah. it's like you said, Killer. It's like you know, his wife had to set up a GoFundMe to you know pay for his burial services and everything like that, and. You know, we as the general public, like the royal we, like we always think like, oh man, once you in a movie, you've been in the game for so long, you got money hand over fist, all your affairs are in order. But we find out a lot of times, man, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. And so it's one, it's one topic that the black community, I would say as a whole, don't talk about enough. You know, they don't like to talk about those things. It's not a pleasant topic, but. At the end of the day, there's nothing worse than you to be gone and that be somebody else, somebody else that you love's responsibility to figure mm-hmm. out how to, how to get it done for you. And who knows what debt they putting them or their family into just to say goodbye to you. Now they're dealing with the goodbye depression. They're dealing with the depression of what they just did financially. Like it just becomes a snowball effect for an entire family. So it's just one thing you got to do is get your affairs in order and make sure you have that will have that you know a lot if you're gonna have you know pay for your burial you know fortunately me and my wife are vets so we got a we got a spot at the va waiting for us whenever that day comes so um but it's very it's one thing that we do talk about as especially my my, my mom being a nurse i'm, I'm sure your mom can probably spits that to you my mom being a nurse and just seeing what she's seen in 40 years of being a nurse she always, every year, she calls me like, hey, what's your social again? I'm just making sure this year's, you know, stuff's in order. So my mm-hmm. mom stays up on that every year. So. Yeah, you know, you talk about, like, actors and comedians and you know, entertainers and everything like that. Like, these people are independent contractors, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, work 
people that have W-2 jobs and everything like that, like a lot of that stuff is taken care of through their employer and everything like that, like 401ks and, you know, uh, whatever, health insurance and things of that nature. Like when you have a job or a career field like that where you're an independent contractor, you're responsible for doing that on your own, for hitting up, you know, State Farm, you know, shouts out to OPZ yes, uh, or, or, or whomever to set that type of stuff up. And I know like, just like anything else, man, if you don't do it initially, you always get into that habit of, all right, I'm going to do it next year. I'm going to do it next mm-hmm. year. I'm going to do it next year. I'm gonna do it. And then next year turns into 20, 30 years. And then not only did you not have that set up and rolling the dice for 20 something years, you know what I'm saying? You don't have that equity built up, quote unquote, in your life. You know what I'm saying? And then, like you said, an unfortunate situation happens and you pass away and then you leave that debt and that responsibility onto your loved one so you know what i'm saying not to not to pull a 50 cent here you know but you know anybody listen to this pod you know what i'm saying and you don't have your affairs in order you know i encourage you to reach out to you know what i'm saying i mean shoot opz i mean yeah. you know what i'm saying he can get you squared away and anything that you need you know what i'm saying because that's serious man like we had oh on before when kobe passed away and this is just another reminder man like you got to have your affairs in order, man, because we all ain't Kobe Bryant where we got, you know what I'm saying, millions of dollars just sitting there waiting to take care of our families and to take care of our final expenses and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? That shit ain't cheap. Yes, sir. All right, let's, let's perk things up a little bit. Man. Off, <laughs> off, off kilt, man, off kilt. Uh, shit, see, did y'all see that story about this YouTuber, Omni Hellcat? I guess he's like a That's YouTuber. So yeah, and, I, had uh, to, I had to watch that. I had to, <laughs> to do some homework. So apparently this dude's a YouTuber, and he's been making money hand over fist by uh, having one of those illegal TV services and everything like that. And shouts out to my dude. I won't uh, say his name because I don't want him catching no heat for this, but uh, he uh, has that TV service or TV service that this dude, Omni Hellcat, was providing. And uh, look like really? he's facing life. Yeah, yeah. Look like dude facing life in prison. For you know what I'm saying, illegal TV, man. So uh bootleg but, TV, who fucks with the bootleg TV? He trying to say that he's been TV? doing he been doing business in a world that had that where it wasn't regulated, so he never knew he was breaking no laws and you know, he out there trying to find it that way. But uh man, when they come and raise you at that level, they they got a bunch of shit on you. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They ain't coming to lock up no Bentleys and no million dollar homes and he had every car you could want he had that True. thing parked outside i think they took like 40 cars i think i read uh like 30 40 million dollars out of the accounts frozen i mean his whole life just so i don't know i guess more money more problems that's that shit's for real big pause big nah, that's your wow so so what was the service it wasn't it, we're not talking about jailbroken Fire now, like, sticks. Well, what I read was that <laughs> what I read it was like some type of um like a cable box had a encryption card, and they figured out a way to unencrypt the card and to allow multiple people to tap into this card for a fee. So they they charging a fee and doing their own business, but they doing it by breaking into something they shouldn't be breaking into. Uh, so that's kind of that's kind of what I read. Giving them the whole package. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> that's kind of what I read that they 
figured out some way to to like un unencrypt some cards and, and have unlimited access to to it. So there's a, there was a few pods in the country that have like they showed a map of like New York, California, land like big city places where they had these like big pods that was where it was happening that and uh they they got a nationwide case. This ain't no local, this ain't no state, this is some some feds coming at your door. So you know it's big when they uh put a pause on everything in your life and you gotta, you know, go answer to this. So good luck to the man, but man. Ain't looking good. Yeah, I gotta get a uh you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna sit here and act like I ain't never been down with the bootlegs. I mean bootleg music, bootleg movies, you know. I need to get a VPN, uh, you know what I'm saying, to make sure that I'm kosher, man, because right. I don't want that type of issues. I just remember when, you know, Napster was around and, like, the real big one, the other Fed case with DJ Drama, you know what I'm saying, with the mixtapes mm -hmm. and everything like that. So, you you know, you, you had these type of situations where, you know, you think everything's sweet and then shit ain't sweet. But, like, the DJ Drama one was totally different in my opinion the dj yeah. drama he was getting music from the labels and everything like that and putting it on mixtapes and you know you know i'm sure he had music on there that wasn't from the labels and got leaked to him and he put it out for selling it but this dude act like oh man i didn't know it was illegal right and i found a loophole like nigga the fcc they gonna get you now that the feds right. involved they oh, gonna yeah, get so. You. so so he he's going down for it's sure so wild Getting life for bootleg cable. Crazy. <laughs> like you said, this ain't no fire stick action, man. Dudes is like, like customers are coughing up like $20 a month, you know what I'm saying, to have access. So imagine how many customers he got to just be forking over 20 bucks a month. Right, they got so they five, have everything. five, six digit, you know, Tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of subscribers type of shit. So this ain't no little shit. And like my man said, like, he got busted partially because, you know what I'm saying, the stunting. Like, you putting all this shit on the internet? Yeah. I'm a businessman. Putting the link in your bio and your Twitter and your IG page and shit. Mm -hmm. Niggas just can't keep shit low-key no more, man. Mm -hmm. Low-key is not a way of life no more. Crazy. That's wild. What they say, he he made about what thirty? They said over thirty million in a three-year span. Yeah, man, living it up, he living it up, big dog style, man, big dog style. <laughs> Shit, we got a couple quick hitters, man. Did y'all check out the Jordan Lucas J Cole track, Your Heart? I did. I watched the video. Yeah, the video, video was dope. It was uh, I liked the track. It was. I like a good story track, you know, yeah. some, with all with all the rap that's out now, you know, sometimes it's it's for the week, it's for the month, it's for the TikTok, it's for the whatever. <laughs> like, I kind of miss the whole tell me a story, let me let me get daydream lost in this track and come out of it like, yeah, that was dope. So I watched it a few times, dope video, dope visual. I liked it. It was cool. Nah. It was cool. Uh, I don't so, think I... so Kanye can tell you a story, but 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 Joyner and and Cole can't. It was cool. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think I like Joyner Lucas though. I don't know. It's something about Joyner Lucas I just don't like. I don't like his maybe his style. I don't like he can rap. He sure can rap. The song and the song's probably one of my more favorite of his songs. 
J. Cole did this thing. <laughs> it's like, that, because it's J. Cole on it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I would, if J. Cole wasn't featured, I probably wouldn't have checked it out, just because I just don't, I don't know, man. That's a fact. That's a fact. I wouldn't listen to it until somebody would have sent it to me. Yeah. Like, that's a fact. The only reason I was good because J. Cole was on there. I ain't gonna lie. And exactly. speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of Cole, you know, he was out there with Drake. Drake gave him his flowers and everything like that. A lot of people have been giving J. Cole his flowers lately. Uh, you know, Big Daddy Kane gave him some flowers. Now Drake gave him some flowers and everything like that. That was pretty dope. And J. Cole hopped on the Drake beat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Laid that down. That was hard. So, yeah, Cole having a little run. I mean, we get to the, to the end of the year. Performing in sweatpants and Crocs still, but hey, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. What's what's y'all? Uh, I'm just saying on the on the ticket. What's the album of the year looking like? Cause uh, we've had a a good handful of some major releases. I know last mm. couple of years we really didn't have have that, but everybody dropped this year. You, we got Drake, Tyler. I was Peter, gonna say. I have, Rashad, I have Kanye. I have not listened to the Isaiah Rashad. For me, the Tyler Creator, and I'm not even the Tyler Creator dude. That's up there for me. Like I don't really fuck with dude like that. But that album is banging. That shit hard. I listened yeah. to the the Drake album a lot on tour last week, and uh, that has fall. I, I have started to like that a lot. So I can see that just being a fan favorite and being, you know, what the awards want. But uh, it's up there for me for, for this year. That song on the album, dog. <laughs> I like the Drake. Certified Lover Boy Surprise, man. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Dizzle? Uh, I'm, at this point, I'm going with Tyler, the creator, man. Whoa, me and you on the same page. Yeah, yeah. That shit was uh, a different vibe. Having DJ Drama on there definitely, mm-hmm. definitely set the tone. And I think giving it to him, because he's on his, he's still ascending, you know what I'm saying? I think, what, he he, he he did numbers with his last album, I think it was called, was it Igor? Yeah. When he was going that. head-to-head with uh, DJ Khaled, that little thing was, you know, kind of catapulted him into the limelight in terms of the public, how the public views them, but this is at next level. Oh, yeah, that's right. Another joint that I like, uh, I know we probably ain't talk about it on here, but that uh, Lloyd Banks was pretty dope. Had a little run with me that I was fucking with it a little bit. Um, Nas, I forgot about the Nas joint that dropped. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a lot of drops. I like the Nas album. It's just not better than the, that that first one that he had with Hip Boy. Like, that one, that first one, King's Disease 1, like that shit was, that shit might be classic material, you know what I'm saying? This one was cool, but just ain't the first one. So it still was cool though. I still fucks with it. Yeah. I still fucks with it. Uh, shoot, this uh out of your your range, Dizzle, but uh we gonna talk about it. Fuji's, they back Ooh, together. La la la. Celebrating the 25th anniversary of their second album, The Score. So that dropped in February of. Damn, February uh ninety six. What was going on with you in February of ninety six, Dizzle? I was three. <laughs> I was three. I, I don't know. I think I was living in Alaska at that time. <laughs> That's it. And fun fact, uh, 
Tupac double disc All Eyes on Me came on came out on the exact same day. Bought them same day. Spent a lot of money. Spent a lot of money at Sam Goody that day. Dropped like thirty. <laughs> dropped like thirty five bucks that day. Right. Big bag. Big bag. So what's oh, the, yeah. what's the what's the prediction? Because they got a whole world tour. They is it going? They gonna last Hell the whole no. tour? <laughs> Hell no! You better get there to the early joints because this like, shit ain't gonna kinda, work. This shit I, ain't gonna work, man. I caught a clip. I think they was in New York. I think it started like it's, they was in New that, York. Yeah, caught, they had a pop up in New York. Yeah, I caught a YouTube clip of that. Um, Lauren Hill sounding good. They out there rocking. They had a nice horn. Like they had a whole production band, everything backup da- dancers, singers. So it's just like it's like Ken said. Like we hope for it to be good, but they always have a you know a, a, what I call like a pretzel relationship. It's always something tied tying two of them to a thought and one of them to a different thought, and it's always something that always takes them a different way. So hopefully they can get through it, and uh, cause it's a uh, I mean, it's a short album, but Jesus is a classic. That mm-hmm. that Big food class. Jesus score is probably probably one of the like Mount Rushmore for me as far as like purchasing as a child and like remembering the moments of like when I first had it and looking at it. Open like I remember going through that food Jesus score like it was a movement. That that thing had a had a great 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 run. So. That shit definitely rang out rang out for years, man. I mean, it's just so many classic cuts on there. Obviously, you know, all the, the Lauren Hill stuff, but the, the the craziest part about the score for me is look, man, there's only one good rapper in the Fugees, and that's Lauren. Like, mm-hmm. we literally bought an album where there's two whack-ass rappers. Like, no disrespect <laughs> to Wyclef, but he's not a great rapper. Neither is Prize. Like, but right. Wyclef is a great entertainer, but Lauren is the reason everybody's fuck with it because she really could spit back then. Yeah. And if they were coming to the region, the only reason I would be going is for Lauren. But just like anything with Lauren Hill, we know all the stories that she show up uh, two hours late and everything like that. I couldn't imagine paying money for that and then going to a show and like, yeah, it starts at eight and the shit don't start till 11. Like, no, right. that's not gonna happen. So basically, what I'm hopeful for is maybe like they'll stream some shit on title. Maybe they'll release like a Blu-ray copy of, of their performance or something like that. That's how I'll take it in, man. But uh, yeah, just Google I, it I on will... YouTube the day after they in the city. Somebody gonna post it. <laughs> Facts. Mm-hmm. Facts. <laughs> I'm definitely here for it though, man. I'm happy that they're doing that, man. Because I mean. That album is classic. And a lot of people don't even know that was their second album. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they really found their lane in their second album. Uh, Birdman says, nobody can beat Lil Wayne in a versus battle. Thoughts? I'm sure if somebody can, because it's all, we think about it, come down to what 20 you play. And Wayne got a bunch of music. He can Wayne fuck can around go. and yeah, he could. He can skateboard us on, yeah. He can skateboard us on eight tracks and shoot himself in the foot. So, <laughs> so I mean, yes, he could lose to. I mean, it would take a big name. It would take a. I, I damn near would want to see Drake. You know, that's just because of the magnitude of both artists. You know, they just. It will come down to what twenty they play versus do they have twenty. You know, it's just mm-hmm. a matter of what twenty they play, and there's a lot of artists that fall in that category of having way more than twenty. So. 
yeah. He could definitely lose. For me, man, I, and I don't even know why T.I. keeps doing this, man. He, <laughs> T.I. keeps calling out 50 Cent. Like, hey, man, we all fuck with 50 Cent. 50 Cent got a classic on it, uh, Get Rich or Die Trying. He got a lot of cuts out there. But I don't even think 50 Cent has 20 songs. I don't think 50 has 20 songs to bring to a battle. I, I just... Oh, I don't no, know. Man. I don't know. So like I'm I'm cool on that TI 50 Cent. I would want to see TI Wang versus Battle. I think that would be the more bang for your buck. Yeah. Even though it's free. Definitely. I wish y'all I mean, 100%. Cuz I I'm feel like over I here, feel like Candy Shop wouldn't get his respect. Cuz I I don't give it his respect. Like I look at certain songs from 50, unfortunately, they fall into a category of when I partied in Miami of Ohio. And it was 90% white. So, like, when I'm in, like, black crowds, I don't think of Candy Shop as being, like, a banger to play. I'll, I'll play it at the white turn-up all day. But, like, I don't think certain <laughs> songs from 50 going to get his respect like it should. So. I don't know. I think I think 50, can, he got 20, man. Hey, I don't think he did a lot of, he didn't do a lot of features. No, he did. Um, but he, he going to play also- uh, Big, Big Rich Town. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a win. That's a win for sure. I, I played that shit at sure. a party a time or two on some drunk shit. <laughs> just, just, just to see how it went. Even the Raising Canaan theme song is fire. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't skip that shit either. Right. No skip intros. <laughs> like, who, you ain't got no TV intros, T.I. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but I don't I say Wayne, they, I think Birdman said he can, Wayne versus Tucci, he can go against himself. And he really could. Because <laughs> he did, like you said, he definitely got enough. It's just about what he could play. But, you know, Drake could beat him. Wild card uh, Future could beat him, just depending on what is played. Mm-hmm. And one of, my, one of my CD books that I have still, I have a MP3 CD with Carter 1, 2, and 3. All on one CD. I'm like, that's tw- that's twenty right there. Right. <laughs> right. So you right. got plenty. Speaking of versus, Drew Hill challenged Jodeci and Boys Demand to a versus battle. They was talking about you got to come and really sing though. So I don't see uh, I don't see Boys Demand losing to Drew Hill in no singing battle, but. <laughs> Who knows? They was uh, they definitely looked drunk in the green room. I tell you that. I saw that clip. Now this was definitely I, I wasn't hit to to Drew Hill. Uh, I, I know I know who Cisco is. I don't know none of the other members. One of them I look like Fabo. Is that not? <laughs> <laughs> that's that uh, not Angie, Fabo. No, that's Angie Martinez, baby day. <laughs> Who? He's he's in the original crew. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I googled a picture. I'm like, is these ain't the same niggas, bro? Or they just look different? Well, no. So so I saw the uh the was behind the music, whatever thing that come on, uh VH1 or TV1 or whatever. So the original dudes, it it's only two original dudes in it: it's Cisco and uh um, Andy Martinez, oh baby mama, and the big dude. He like comes and goes out the crew. Yeah. So <laughs> the other dudes, they replaced them with um 
a crew that used to be a singing group that used to be with Timberland and Missy and Aaliyah and all them. Uh, static so Quo. Static, static Major. Yeah. Uh, static uh, Major, crew, yeah. His crew, and he passed away too. Um, so they're in Drew Hill now too. So it's kind of like a, a mashup of their group and Drew Hill. So gotcha. I'm here for it. I'm here for a good R&B versus, but you know, they talking about you got to be able to sing or whatever. Look, man. I don't think y'all want to sing and smoke with Boys to Men. Boys to Men, you know what I'm saying? They wasn't known as the partiers. You know what I'm right. saying? They still got their vocals. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all might, if y'all want to do the singing thing, y'all better off going up against Joe You know what I'm saying? KC been a big smoker for years. Yeah, man. <laughs> maybe he Drew lost. Hill, maybe out here sounding like Bobby Brown for all we know. Drew Hill wouldn't make it through a Vegas run with their voices. So <laughs> they do a lot of, a lot of that. <laughs> that they wouldn't they wouldn't make it they wouldn't make it oh man i'm here for it though i'm always here for a good versus battle all right man real quick last one last couple last couple all right some nba season right around the corner and we're definitely gonna get into a lot of nba talk so back in 97 the nba released their top 50 players of all time to celebrate their 50th year anniversary this year, in October, they're going to be releasing their top 75 players of all time for the 75th anniversary. So we're definitely going to get into that talk very soon. But I got some uh, start one, bench one, cut ones for y'all real quick. All right. Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, PG3. Start one, bench one, cut one. Dizzle you up. Is this the regular season or the playoffs? <laughs> Hold on, we got we, we got Tatum, we got PG, and who else? Jimmy Buckets. Buckets. Okay. I'm cutting, come cutting Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. The only one that's been to the NBA Finals. Okay. Yeah, shout outs to Rachel Nichols. But I'm, cut, <laughs> I'm cutting Jimmy Butler. Uh, I'm starting Jason Tatum. I think. Ooh, I'm starting PG. <laughs> what? I'm starting PG. As much as I hate that nigga, I <laughs> he got game, and I think he's better on the defensive end than uh, than Jason Tatum. I don't think Jimmy Butler can get you an instant bucket the way these other two can. Um, definitely a probably a better leader. Made a 35, 12, and 80 average in the NBA Finals up there. Hey, he balled out. <laughs> he balled out. I'm just saying, he's the only one that made it to the NBA Finals. That was one good year. Uh, neither one of them other niggas have made it to the NBA Finals. I so think, I think Jason, know Jason Tatum made it to the Eastern Conference a couple times. NBA Finals. Hey, he knocked him out. Jimmy Butler's team knocked out Jason Tatum's team to make it to the NBA Finals. Obviously, you, I'm starting, obviously you, I'm starting Jimmy Buckets. And I... <laughs> I'm starting Jimmy Buckets, and I had a young Buck Tatum coming off the bench. Sorry, PG, getting cut. I'm I'm flipped. I'm just the way you said it. I'm, I'm starting Tatum. I'm benching Buckets, and I'm cutting PG. Mm. Imagine me being the only ones <laughs> with PG in my lineup. <laughs> oh man, oh man. All right, here go. Let me. Where's the other one I had? Oh, this is this is too easy. This is too easy, but we'll do it. We'll do it anyway. We'll do it anyway. Uh, no, we'll we'll make it a combination. All right, start one, bench one, cut one. You gonna say Ben Simmons? Yes. Ben Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, 
That's what you that's why I want to do it because he, <laughs> I'm not even gonna wreck being like that. I'll do this other one. I do this one other one. Bradley Bill, Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell. Now this is something you gotta think about. I'm starting Booker, I'm benching Bill, I'm cutting uh Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I'm cutting Donovan. Even though Donovan is explosive, I just like I like the I like what Bill and Booker gonna give me day in and day out. Want me go? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm definitely starting Donovan Mitchell. I'm starting Donovan Mitchell. Throw out the uh, throw out the fact that Devin Booker went to the NBA Finals because it don't fit my narrative. So, <laughs> <laughs> now this is tough, man. This is tough. Bradley Bill or Devin Booker? I'm going to I'm going to bench Bradley Bill and I'll cut Devin Booker. Damn, bench so Bradley I, Bill, huh? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll bench Bradley Bill and, and I'll, you cut I'll, Mr. Seventy points. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, before uh, my league MVP Chris Paul showed up, he was doing what we all do during the playoffs, watching. So I'm going with Donovan Mitchell to start, Bradley Bill to come off the bench, Devin Booker getting getting cut. Yeah, they. 2018, Booker signed a five-year, $153 million deal. Bad. Bad. Yeah. I think I'm starting Donovan Mitchell. I think he's just done more um, in his career, minus Devin Booker's finals appearance last year. Uh, but with that, Devin Booker getting that bench, and then I'm cutting Bradley Bill. He just ain't done enough. He can score the ball, but you in the East and just ain't made no noise. Fair, fair, fair. All right, last one. Some young bucks. All right, Shea Gilders, Alexander, De'Aaron Fox, John ja Moran. Mm-hmm. Starting Ja. Benching uh, the second one and cutting SGA. <laughs> <laughs> Who was Cutting the SGA? One? Yeah, who was the second one? Uh, Fox, Fox. Yeah, yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. I think I'm the same. That's the, that's that's accurate. Ja, start, bench, De'Aaron Fox. And De'Aaron Fox is still good. I think he could do some shit just not in Sacramento. Sacramento's a trash. Yeah. Trash, what, for the past 10-plus years? I like uh, SGA. I really wanted the Cavs to draft him instead of uh, Colin Sexton. Um I prefer, you know what I'm saying, tall guards instead of, you know, short guards and everything like that. But for me, man, unless you like an NBA fanatic and you gamble like Killer do and you watch a ton <laughs> of uh, late night games, you're not catching those Sacramento. So you do, I even, I'm guilty of it too. I do a lot of box score watching with uh, De'Aaron Fox. So I can't honestly say I've seen him play a ton of basketball since he was a freshman Explosive. at Kentucky. But he get like Jesus. according to a stat line, he gets buckets. So yeah. I'm gonna go with John Morant to start. I'll bench De'Aaron Fox and I'll cut SGA. But and I fuck with SGA too. I fuck with SGA. But I think he's a real good player. But in my head, all I can see is his performance against the Rockets 
in the bubble in the in the playoffs. And Chris Paul was like, "Hey man, I need you." And he was a disappearing act. And then when Chris Paul needed Devin Booker to step up, Devin Booker did. So like that young backcourt mate that he needed to step up because Chris Paul's like a hundred years old. SGA was nowhere to be found. So I'm a I'm gonna go ahead and cut him. I went down the YouTube hole just last night and found myself watching John Morant high school like uh, dunks and it was like, gee, <laughs> John was nigga. a monster in high school. It's busy, man. Well, shit, there it is. Another episode of You Can't Make This Up podcast. Kev Nash. Bucket hats and tats. Go Bengals. Let's go. <laughs> shit, hey, Denzel. <laughs> y'all, got some, y'all got some money on the line? Nah, just talking shit for the week. Yeah, big shit talking. Big shit, though. And, a lot and, of 5.30 uh, texts on the pod group. <laughs> facts, facts. So, Killer, you flying out. Uh, where are you going? Uh, San Diego Sunday. We got a show on San Diego Sunday, uh, Sunday October third. All right. Well, we'll re- we'll schedule next week's pod. Oh shit! Hold on. Is that next week? Yeah. No, that's the following week. Following oh, yeah. week is uh. The, the, the Friday is the first. Deontay Wilder and. Oh yeah, that's the following week. Yeah. That's the, the following week. Yeah, we gotta talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Find somewhere. Maybe uh. Maybe I'll do Omni Hellcat to have his site up and running. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> we out till next week. Peace. Peace. All right, fellas.